Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Today's another special day. It's Tuesday, and everybody knows on Employment Matters, that means Travel Tuesday. For each week, we get the chance to dial in our members from all around the world to share with us what's important about doing business in their jurisdiction. Today, we're going to be traveling to Africa, and we're going to talk about doing business in Tanzania. I'm excited to have to the program, Sophia Issa, a lawyer with A&K in Tanzania. Sophia, how are you today? I'm fine, Peter. How are you? Doing well, doing well. You know, I've been to the continent, but I've never been to Tanzania and hear a lot of great things about it. So let's share with our audience a little overview if we can. Just kind of give me a sense of the jurisdiction itself, economy, population, maybe some of the demographics and the government structure. Share that with us if you would. That'd be great. Sure. Tanzania is a democratic unitary republic with a central government and a developed government of Zanzibar. So there's Tanzanian mainland and Zanzibar. And Zanzibar has autonomy for non-union matters. So there are matters that are governed in both Zanzibar and Tanzania. And there are matters that are non-union. Like, for example, the telecommunication sector is a union matter. So whatever law applies in mainland Tanzania applies in Zanzibar as well. But there are other matters like intellectual property. These are not union matters. Intellectual property in Zanzibar is separate from intellectual property in Tanzania. Language-wise, our national language is Swahili, and English is our second language, which is also our official language. The population of our country is currently over 50 million, and our economy, as per the National Bureau of Statistics survey, has slightly slowed down since 2020 with the incoming of the pandemic. But yeah, we are looking and things are looking positive now that we are adjusting with the pandemic. Wonderful. So let's talk about what key industries there are in Tanzania. I know that it's not a large country, but it's quite beautiful. So what are some of the things that people do to generate GDP in Tanzania? So our main sectors in Tanzania include agriculture, which is the major, and then there's tourism, which slowed down a bit due to the pandemic. Then there's fishing, there's forestry and beekeeping, mining, manufacturing, and the energy industry. Agriculture plays an important economic role compared to the other sectors. It contributes 75% of the general economy of the country. And the main cash crops include coffee, cotton, cashew nuts, sisal, tobacco, tea, coconut, clove, fruit, flowers, and vegetables. Wonderful. And you mentioned beekeeping. I've never heard beekeeping in the list of industries that are there. So I think I'm going to be searching for some Tanzanian honey, or maybe you can send me some after the show. Definitely, definitely, Peter. Would love to. So let's talk about what it's like employing folks in Tanzania. Are there key structural issues? You did mention something about unions, but what are some of the things businesses need to know about when employing locally in Tanzania? Employment laws are pretty employee-friendly. Employees are pretty covered well in the law. And like recently with the COVID-19 pandemic, most of the employers have had to reduce the number of their employees. But regardless of the businesses not doing good, they've been forced to still protect the employees in the process of termination. So no matter how bad your business is doing, you would still be required to pay your employees their termination benefits like severance pay, full salary payments, any annual leave that has not been 
taken by the employee would be paid by the employer. So I would pretty much say, Peter, our employment laws are pretty, pretty employee friendly, but also on employment of foreigners, it's worth noting that there are restrictions to employ foreign expatriates. You would only employ such an expatriate if there's enough reason for you not to find such expertise in the country. So you can't hire someone from outside if that same expertise can be found in the country. So for you to have an, a foreign employee, you're required to obtain a work permit from the labor office and resident permit from the immigration office. So it's interesting how the, uh, the businesses in Tanzania need to protect the employee, particularly through difficult times like the pandemic. But let's talk about cross-border opportunities with Tanzania and other countries in Africa as well as abroad. Give us some sense of that, if you would, Sophia. Yeah, gladly. So Tanzania, being a member of the East African community, it will benefit from intra-East African community trade. So the composition of East Africa trade continues to dominate. It's dominated by agricultural commodities such as coffee, tobacco, cotton, which also make our main agricultural commodities. As I said previously, agriculture contributes 75% of the country's economy. So we get to trade that within East African. Manufactured goods also such as cement, petroleum, textiles, sugar, confectionery, beer, salt, all these also are traded across the region. So the opportunities are further expected to be on with the recent admission of the Democratic Republic of Congo to the regional bloc, which was not there previously. So there's also room to do business across the SAD countries. So cross-border business is more promising with the country concluding bilateral and multilateral treaties and maintaining good relationship with the neighboring countries, which are mostly Kenya, Uganda, and the other East African community countries. Well, sounds like next time we meet, I'm going to get a jar of honey and some Tanzanian beer. (laughs) That would be a good trade. I'll bring you whatever you'd like from the United States. This has been a great conversation, Sophia. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Peter. If you'd like to connect with Sophia, you can find her bio by clicking on her name in the description of this podcast. Or find her on the ELA website at ela.law. Just go to the Lawyer tab in the center of the page. Click on Tanzania. You'll find our lawyers there. Also, visit the website ela.law to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to on-demand content from our online library, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks so much for listening.